Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining Jewish Stories and More. Today, we're going to tell a classic story. A classic story means that it's the kind of story that you have heard perhaps before. You'll probably hear it again, but it's important to review it. Where do we have classic stories? The Haggadah. The Haggadah, which we read at Pesach, is the same Haggadah we read last year and the year before and next year and the next year after that. Of course, we try to put in new insights into it and to make it fresh and understand it deeper than last year and so forth. But it is, after all, the same story, the story of going out of Mitzrayim. And the same thing in our davening, as I mentioned in the previous story, that every single day in our davening, if you daven the entire shacharis, the entire morning service, there is a song which the Jewish people sang after the splitting of the sea, Az Yashir, which basically tells a story, the same story that we said in the Siddur yesterday and the day before. And in fact, we also have the story of the Akedah, at the early part of our Shachar's davening. And we read, it, we read it every day, literally every single day of the year. Both of these tefillahs, we say every single day, they're not really tefillahs, they're, they're groups of psukim straight out of the Torah, which tell a story, the story, the story of the Akedah, the story of crossing the sea. So in this week's Parsha, it's Parsha B'Shalach, and we tell the story of the splitting of the sea. So I'm going to tell it again, but I'm going to try to tell it in a way that perhaps you haven't heard before. And hopefully it will mean more to you now after you hear this insight into the story than it has ever meant to you before. And hopefully tomorrow it will mean even more to you. And hopefully you will also share this story with others and you'll add in your insight or your teacher's insight, your parents' insight, your friends' insight, because Torah is infinite. And therefore, there's no end to how much more insight and how much more benefit, how much more inspiration, how much more teachings we can receive. And in a deeper way, in a better way, every single time. So the story is something like this. The Jewish people came out of Mitzrayim. That was in last week's Parsha. And they came down to the sea. And the Egyptians were now chasing them. And not only the Egyptian army here on earth was chasing them, but when they looked up into the heavens, they saw that the Malach of Mitzrayim, the angel of Mitzrayim, was also chasing down upon them. And it was very scary. Now the truth is there were several different opinions about what to do. Four, to be exact. One opinion was, let's just go back to Mitzrayim. This is a failed project. We're trapped. We're trapped against the sea. The Mitzrayim are coming against us. There's nowhere to go. Let's go back to Mitzrayim. Be slaves. That was one opinion. Another opinion was, let's fight the Mitzrayim. Let's fight them. That was opinion number two. Number three Let's just dove into Hashem. Daven. And number four, 
let us just hurl ourselves into the sea and commit suicide, drown ourselves in the sea. But Hashem did not accept any of these suggestions. And Hashem told Moshe, Moshe dove into Hashem, what shall I do? And Hashem told Moshe, tell the Jews, Jewish people to travel onwards. Okay? Hashem told the Jewish people, Hashem said, travel onwards. Now, all of the Jewish people, with the exception of one, didn't understand what that meant. How can you travel onwards? There's a sea in the way. There's no such thing as traveling onwards through a sea. We're not fish. How can we travel onwards into the sea? I'm adding some of my own words here, as you probably realize. There was one person who did understand, and that was very simple. Hashem said to Moshe, and Moshe told the Jewish people, travel onwards. Okay. So Nachshon ben Aminadav, Nachshon, the son of Aminadav, said, I'm going to do what Hashem said through Moshe Rabbeinu. And he began to not hurl himself into the sea to commit suicide, but rather to simply travel onwards, to begin walking into the sea, through the sea. And he walked, and he walked, and he walked. At first, the water was up to his ankles. He kept walking. That was up to his knees. He kept walking. It's up to his waist. He kept walking up to his chest. He kept walking up to his neck. Now, he did not stop walking. He did not hesitate. He just kept walking because that was the instruction. Hashem told Moshe, tell the Yidden, tell the Jewish people, travel onwards. And that's what he was doing. Now, he continued walking, and the water was now up to his nostrils. Now, of course, at this point, if he kept walking, he would drown. Because one cannot breathe water. And if the water is now so deep that it's over his nose, he will not be able to breathe. But at that moment, just as the water was reaching his nose, Hashem told Moshe, Moshe, now hold your stick out over the water. Moshe held his stick out over the water. Hashem made a miracle, and the water split. And all of a sudden, or little by little, I'm not sure which, Nachshon was walking on dry land. The Yidden then followed him, and we have the famous story of the splitting of the sea. The truth is there is a medrash which tells us that each person had to do the same thing that Nachshon did. Each person had to walk into the sea, and only then, if the person walked into the sea with complete amunah in Hashem and in Moshe, his servant, who gave the instructions which Hashem gave, then the sea would split for that person. And it did. And everybody walked through the sea in the same way, with the sea splitting ahead of them. Now this story 
is not just a story. Like everything in Torah, all the stories in Torah are not just stories. They are horais. They are lessons. They are, inst- they are instructions from Hashem. It may look like a story. It may sound like a story. There may be a lot of exciting parts of the story. But it's really not just a story. This story, as well as all the stories in Chumash, of which there are probably thousands and thousands, are all instructions for us, guidelines for us. Now, we don't have a river like this on our street, here where I live in Cincinnati. So you might ask, how does this story teach me something that I can actually use? We don't walk through rivers every day. And the answer is that the river stands for obstacles, things that are challenges, things that are difficult we find in our life. It doesn't have to be something physical. It could be a certain assignment that we get, a certain job, a certain responsibility, a certain challenge of some kind in our life that's difficult to get through. And it feels a little bit, not that we get wet necessarily, but it feels kind of like trying to go through a river. It's hard, whatever the particular challenge is. And what are the instructions that we have from Hashem? Travel onwards. One foot after the other. Keep walking with faith in Hashem and in Moshe, his servant, and the tzaddik who Hashem um, uses to get his message to us. Tzaddik, tzaddikim, the chachamim, the Torah, and keep on traveling onwards. And this is a lesson for all of us in all of our challenges. If it's a challenge that came to us, that means that we can get through the challenge. Because everything is by Hashkach Pratis, everything is by divine providence. Hashem arranged that we should have this challenge in order to lift us to a higher level. And therefore, the instruction is, like we have after the story of Yaminu Bashem of Moshe they believed in Hashem and in Moshe's servant, to follow Hashem's instructions. Follow instructions that are in the Torah, follow instructions of the Code of Jewish Law, follow the instructions of our teachers, of the tzaddikim, of our rabbis, and keep on traveling, and we will get through the challenge. Hashem will do His part. We do our part. Moshe, the servant of Hashem, does His part. He had to lift up the stick. We have to walk, and Hashem will split the sea. And the biggest sea of all is the Sea of Gullus, the Sea of Exile. And Hashem will split this sea and bring the Geula. We need to only follow the instructions and travel onwards. Especially through your learning of Torah, your davening, your mitzvahs, and especially as we do more and more 
because of the fact that there is a war in Eretz Yisrael, and it's a very serious situation, and we really need to do a lot, as much as we can of Torah and mitzvahs. Now, I'll also ask you to please say a chapter of Tillam, especially if you can say chapter 91, for Bella Malka Bas Zelda Leia. Who really needs our tefillos. May she have a quick and complete recovery. If you would like anybody mentioned in our story, somebody who needs a full shlema, or someone that you want to just wish a happy birthday to, or someone that you just love and you want to have them mentioned, email me at jewisheducate at gmail.com. And our story can be dedicated to that person for whatever reason it is that you want. Thank you so much for joining Jewish Stories and more.